One. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me, as always, is the Cherry Coke drinking, the Mr. Gimpy. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going. I thought you were going to Ric Flair it. I thought you were going to go, Cherry Coke drinking, wine swigging, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a... Son of a gun, yeah, nah. <laughs> you, you tricked me, bro. I uh, blank there. I just saw you with the Cherry Coke, and I was like, damn it. Then that was it. That was... I didn't have the Ric Flair flair, dude. You that's know, true. that's true. You were, you were, I, I was sipping. I was sipping. Nature boy can't uh, hold a candle to these boys. It's all right. It's all right. That's what happens, brother. Oh that's man, right. another Sunday. Another you see day, the drama, bro. dude, with the uh, backstage AEW. I didn't. Oh yeah, the CM Punk thing with yeah, uh, CM the Young Punk Bucks and Kenny Omega. Yeah, they're throwing fisticuffs. There's dogs involved, dude. There's yeah. Lawyers it's, now involved. It's <laughs> like, 100% of work, though. I think it does. You feel like it? Work. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy. He was uh, thinking, like, I don't know, man. Police are actually involved now. It seems like uh, maybe less. Like, the, some shenanigans might be afoot. But I know both of them have been injured, like Kenny and CM Punk. So I was like, this is, like, the perfect, Here's the thing, you know, though. I, I heard there's police involved, too, but there's no police report. Oh, yeah, so. it's Florida, bro. That shit's in the swamps. It's a, it's a straight work, bro. It's a straight, straight up and down work. You're yeah, getting jingled, enough. dude. Your jingle's getting jangled. That's so. all right. I want to believe, dude. Whatever. Yeah, man. I got I got the X-Files uh, uh, motto myself, man. I want to believe. Right. I was just talking about the X-Files the other day, dude. They made a PlayStation... Yeah, they made a PlayStation 2 video game. They made a couple. Uh, yeah, and I guess they're like basically continuations of the story, like... It was like legitimate story writers and like David Duchovny and the lady actress. I don't remember Jillian her name. Yeah. Jillian Anderson. They did the voices for it. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. I don't know. I might be getting pulled along though on a UFO uh, shenanigans with oh, AEW. The, the algorithm got you? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My uh, coworker's got me, bro. He loves this stuff. So he's telling me all this stuff. I'm like, oh, dang, really? That was yeah. my first hot take too. I was like, yes, probably a lawyer will work. Uh, yeah. But then he was like yeah. telling me like all the stuff that's going on. I was like, I don't know, maybe. This is a little bit of plausible deniability. Like they pulled in like some other people. They're holding another tournament. Totally, dude. He got jangled. That's all. Getting jangled. All. Getting jangled. Uh, yeah. You know, I've I've uh, had quite quite the week, man. I actually got to play games with you. you oh, know, more what? than what one games? time. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> crazy. Did, we did uh, tribes of Midgard for the for the stream and uh, oh. And, uh, How's that, man? I've committed to Rust with with you boys too. So um, I've I've made it a point to kind of force myself to expand my horizons, you know. Because famously uh, on this pod, I've mentioned before, horizons. I don't I don't like uh, survival games. Typically, um, I typically don't like building or crafting in games. Despite yeah. being an avid level designer, I don't like it in games for for whatever Same. reason. Like. I don't like survival aspects in my games, but uh, Finding Tribes of Midgard, it's a 10-player co-op, like, roguelike, session-based game. Or you can have a survival mode as well, but I'm, I'm in it for the session-based things where we can, or we just have a goal. It's, it's you know, up to 10 buddies just, just cranking out resources and stuff. And the resource gathering in Tribes of Midgard is so streamlined where you're just doing it on your way to your to the raid you're trying to do, you know? Yeah. Um, like, like I came back and I had so much stone and, and wood and shit, we could build that uh, bifur- or that bridge, the frost bridge, yeah. to get to the other area. 
I think if I would have came back earlier, I could have done it a few days earlier so we could uh, get to the big boss and finish season one out. I think big, big I think boss. next time I think next time we play it, like if it's just like like yourself, uh, Crab, uh, Spork, and uh, Butters, shout out all those guys. I think our next session we'll we'll get season one complete. Yeah, just we're now think, seasoned professionals, bro. I like we know we got, what we're doing. I think we got the uh, the loop down now. You know, like like yeah. you 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 um, completely changed the game uh, when you farmed at night and found out where the like required material spawned at. So that that shit was clutch. I feel so. like you need at least like four people to do that though, because like three people need to be defending the base at night. So you need at least like at least four minimum to like actually be able to progress in that game. There's which a it kind of sucks. It, it does it does scale though. It does scale with how many people? With how many people? Yeah. yeah. All right, but like you know, if there's I, all of us with, there, with like scaling, I'd say like there is still a sweet spot all the time, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Of so. like the amount of people with like somebody who can mm-hmm. watch the base, you can like build up like archer towers and stuff too to like make up the difference. So that you could like farm during the day, drop off everything, then at night like go back out to farm, but like you've given enough supplies to the team to build up like your archery towers and stuff. So it kind of makes up the difference for being down a dude. Yeah. Yeah, I man. It's as well. Uh, uh, like finding the quick travel points is also super clutch. Just you know, to not waste your time walking back to that area. I think our yeah. first couple of runs, like despite being successful, um, we we wasted too much time walking places. You know, uh, we we found like our first run, our first successful run, we went to Forever Winter. We uh, we got there by walking most places. We found like fast travel points way late. So yeah. I think I think we'll we'll get that shit next time. But yeah, dude, it's been very fun. I think I think uh uh you know, we all kind of found our 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 places in game games like this and uh shout out Mr. Butters, Mr. Butterballs uh for streaming Rust a couple a couple days ago. Did we play a different game you and I? I swear. Did oh, we play something week? else? Yeah. Yeah, what did we play? Uh there's something out. Oh, well, uh, Risk of Rain 2. Yeah, we played Risk of Rain 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, it that was. was your first like, time playing. What were your thoughts yeah. on that? That's actually become one of my go-to roguelikes at the moment. It's goaded with the sauce. Uh, it was all right. I don't know. I feel like they're having trouble balancing for the amount of people we had in like a new player. Because like, everything, I felt like I wasn't doing any damage to everything. And I kept dying really fast. And I think it's because like you guys already had upgrades in your build. Uh, whereas like I had nothing. So I was like... We kind of got the loop down to just start grabbing shit, and I think you were still learning. Yeah. So I, it, it probably would have worked better if you would have done like single player first or something. Um, yeah, got a couple but, unlocks, but you know, as we were, I just threw you into the game until let's do uh, it. Gameplay was okay. Music, I didn't care for. If, I don't know. I was we're talking. I was joking. I was like, man, this game, you know, auto generated. I was like, is the music auto generated too, bro? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. kind of whack in places. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know it's supposed to give you like that weird ambient alien. Mm-hmm feeling yeah. uh but it was for you, it huh? was distracting yeah i was like what the f- what is this? i don't know maybe it's because like i don't really listen to a lot of music in games anymore at all like that's usually like one of the first things that i mute i'm like all right music off dude like i got really? my wow. i got the internet bro i could put on the my whole, own music now the whole, dude the whole like livelihood just muted just yeah bro like if you're an adult you, you, dude you can you tell me you, you can, muted doom's music yeah bro what? Listen, you're God an adult. Damn. You can listen to the world in your own soundtrack, dude. I don't know if no, anybody's told you this. You just put in some earphones and just like walk around and just have a 24 7 your own world, dude. Dude, there's like you're in a movie custom in games with an adaptive soundtrack though that that matches the action that's happening, such as Doom and Doom Eternal. All right. Uh, 
don't know, man. When shit gets real intense in that game and the music starts cranking and you're just fucking blasting people, it's it adds to the experience to me. That's I've seen insane. a few people now play Doom, uh, and I realized I was playing trying to play Doom wrong. I was trying to play like the old Doom, uh, and that's yeah. like the way wrong way to play it. So I don't have you to watch it. Some again? people, yeah, I might try it again here. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I tried to tell you, man. It's, it's so good. Um, yeah. uh, I see. think. Well, you saw me in Risk of Raid too, like kind of having the upgrades and stuff, and I was basically a god towards the end. Yeah. The the massive overpoweredness is what makes that game fun because as you see, there's a fucking gazillion enemies coming at you, and me just like melting people and continuing on is is a big chunk of the fun there. You're one v three in the bosses, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Spawning three bosses and just be you, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking just flexing. Yeah. So so um, I I've owned like I owned the original Risk of Rain, and I only put like probably. 12 hours into it before we did like a full run and i died before like like my buddies completed it and uh it just like, i had no want to go back to it because like when you're as uh, it was side scrolling it was 2d and at a certain point the enemies all felt bullet spongy you know yeah, that's and, what i got like, bullet sponge doesn't work for me but in this one in the 3d version they don't feel bullet spongy to me um but it also might be the class i'm using since i'm using bandit so he has a shotgun he has a sword and uh he focuses on like backstabs and stuff so maybe i I get the the uh what how the game wants me to play that character maybe i get that better and i'm um, driving more enjoyment from it but uh two is working much better for me than one did now that's not to say one's a bad game i think just in terms of gameplay feel it's grabbing me more so uh yeah yeah i've been enjoying risk of rain man i've been i've been uh looking forward to doing just these quick quick games to play with buddies you know just have a have a quick quick good time you know um i was looking into the serious sam games uh i thought maybe that'd be a fun game to co-op with everybody you know because it's like a full-on story we could do and um i loved those growing up and there's been like i haven't played three i haven't played four and i'm like they're making them dude they 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 what's that <laughs> they just kept making them just yeah, the yeah, build yeah. engine no 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 it's uh no 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 serious sam was always its own engine the crow the uh uh serious engine or whatever i forget what it's actually called but uh oh yeah yeah um you know it's it's big gimmick because it could spawn like a thousand enemies or something on screen at once without lagging so using like nice little engine mesh mesh tricks and shit like that so um engine's really solid i guess three is a prequel to the first game and uh, oh. I don't know what four is. I think four is finally a true sequel uh, where you fight Mentals Hordes. But uh, that's a game where I believe it's either four or like up to eight player co-op. So just if I throw everybody a copy, I'm sure people will be down to just run in and just fucking blast a bunch of people, you know? Boomer shooters, dude. Boomer we'll shooters. Be in it. Like I'm, I'm into it, man. I love boomer shooters. They're, they're, I think they're the one bastion of movement mechanics and pure fun that's yeah. there you know there's like I, if realism in games does add a sense of immersion sure but when every game does it to the point where a lot of it's gamified like recharging health and shit like that just just let me run a million miles an hour let me hold 10 weapons in my ass and uh just you know fucking let me go let me bunny hop my way to victory you know give me health right, so give me hops hell yeah so wall uh, jumps rocket I, jumps dude. i think what i've been enjoying most man is uh playing with friends and just 
really it's been about the fun you know it's I, I i could tell you that i remember the experience more than i remember the game and i think that's a good thing because the game kind of oh. drove the experience too like with tribes of am, I like, am i will smith are you matt damon is this bag advanced dude am i helping you get your swing back <laughs> <laughs> is that what's going on here dude <laughs> maybe maybe all but right you know even like tribes of midgard man like we all found what we like about that t- style of game and we synergized super well you yeah, know, it may be my issue with these types of games is I was playing with people who I didn't synergize gameplay styles with, you know, or maybe it just I just didn't give it much of a chance. Maybe I was a hater from day one, you know, so we'll see know. how like, Rust goes. But teamwork uh, helps a lot, especially when like people are like willing to listen. Like I was playing a game of Apex it. with uh, it's, it's Butters. Listening. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I'm going in on these guys over here. Like I scanned and I saw like one of them was down. The other one was getting his buddy up. And there's two of us. Our other buddy was covering us from the top. And I was like, all right, butters, cover me. We're going in here. These guys are down. and Help me out. And I just, like, start gunning them down. He gets up his buddy, him and his buddy, like, turning, like, start shooting me. They have, like, one or two shots left on both of them. And I turn around, like, as I'm dead. And, like, butters is already up the hill. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened, butters? He's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't going to go in there, dude. That's dumb. Uh, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, he's like yeah, I, I was already, I already used my move when you're saying, let's go in there. I was like, you could have said that, dude. Like, it's, I just kept running in there. It's hilarious. But yeah, man, if you're working as a team building stuff, uh, seeing progress too helps in games. Like, uh, Tribes of Mega, where you see, like, things get built, things get done. Like, we're like, oh, well, let's build this lumber yard. Let's build the quarry. It's like, the end game, right? Yeah. Like, and it feels like you, you always feel like you're making progress in that game. And there's always, like, something to be doing. Uh, something need doing, yeah, dude. So yeah. you're basically a orc from World of Warcraft, dude. That's for that's sure. that whole game, bro. For Keeps sure. you for sure. Just that carrot and stick is a pretty good. I feel like they could tune up the night a little bit, where maybe give a little bit of nightfall before the bad guys show up. That way, it gives you a chance to harvest stuff if you're down, like with a big team, because uh, there's certain materials that only show up at night. Uh, so it'd be nice if it gave you like a little bit of a buffer. To be like, oh, it's nighttime, and then like you know, a minute or two into it, be like, oh, now the enemies are coming in like thirty seconds. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, I think that'd be a nice little addition. I, th- I think that uh, we could alleviate that with like building archer towers sooner. You know, because yeah. the archer towers can hold off shit for quite a bit, actually, especially in like the first first point of night. But yeah, that's an interesting interesting thought. I got um, into Rust with the boys, man. We're playing that Rust. Oh, man. That's, that dusty so, old Rust, dude. So I think, Crusty, I think rusty. This, I think this will lead into the topic today, which I think most opinions coming up here will probably be satire, knowing how we usually handle this certain topic. But the uh, topic will be, you know... Uh, it, it came up in the in the news uh, a couple days ago. Um, again? <laughs> there, yeah, again, because, you know, it's a slow news cycle, right? Outside of yep. the queen dying, people were all like, video games are too right. addictive, you know, because it was there to talk about Diablo Immortal. Um, and um, people, people spending, spending like, money on it? Some dude spent, uh, like, his dad's, like, credit card, like, a $5,000 limit, just spent it all on Diablo Immortal. <laughs> nice, dude. Um, you just do the chargeback, dude. His dad just be like, yeah, I don't exactly. want this shit. It's, <laughs> not that, it's not that hard, right? But, like mechanisms. Uh, I guess, I don't know, like, if the companies all want to be like, no, you got this. This is your fault. Yeah, you for know? sure. For sure. But uh, uh, it's hard, too. Like, as a parent, like, there's going to be a time when, like, you just let your kids, you give them, like, a certain amount of monies for yeah. On mobile games, I know, like my nephews, uh, the older one, 
They asked him what he wanted for his birthday. He's like, give me that Google Play card, uncle. <laughs> so I was like, all right, man. You so I like, hooked him Sorry, up with some, you know. Yeah, he's like, give me them Google Play bucks, bro. You got them credits. <laughs> yeah, he's like, give me that fake money. I'm like, all right, I'll get you some of those, I guess. Or like a specific yeah. game, whatever. Uh, at the time, it was Fortnite. He's like, give me some of them Fortnite bucks. So I got him some Fortnite bucks and some Google Play bucks, dude. He even want real money. If that's not an addiction, I don't know what is, dude. That's true. They want them Fortnite skins, dude. Here's the thing. He probably would have spent real money on the Fortnite stuff, though, right? So you just cut out the middleman. Yeah. At the Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I... They got every gift card there imaginable. I I was going to say, I don't think I've ever dealt with that personally. And then I remembered I grew up in the arcade era. So yeah, you want quarters, dude. Yeah, dude, I want quarters, baby. And then uh, I, remember, dollars, dude. I remember telling the pod, man, that uh, instead of an allowance, I had my dad pay for Dwango Net so I could play Doom online. So I did. I but you were again, there, dude. Gaming addict, dude. I would have spent that money on Dwango Net, so I cut out the middleman. You know what I mean? Huh, so, yeah. So it's typical I, junkie behavior, dude. <laughs> just, just get, just forward my paycheck to my dealer. <laughs> That's right, dude. Just write just it write, out to cash. <laughs> write it out to cash on the back of the check. That's how old you are. People listening don't even know what checks are, dude. That's true. That's true. Shout um, out then, to all the OGs. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Just shed my, my there. But uh, you know, my I check cashed at the liquor store. I was going to say, I don't think that, and game, I, I looked into this a little bit. Now, uh, uh, to get, I want to roll back to Rust here and your experiences with it and how I think it could, it have, has some of that like addictive qualities. But uh, uh, gaming addiction is now a legitimately recognized uh, sickness. And I like, see that, dude. I believe it. What? They, yeah. uh, but These games are too good. It's attuned to gambling, right? Um, okay. So then I'm looking at like Overwatch, loot boxes, the EA fiasco, uh, Diablo Immortal, uh, mobile games, Bob and, Blizzard EA situations, and they're right. You know it. Oh yeah, modern gaming is akin to gambling. Always um, has been. I think that some games, like some, like I used to work at a oh. casino, right? Some games required legitimate skill to yeah. win and some games some of these games can require legitimate skill to win but if you have a bigger bankroll you have more chance to win just same thing with games if you have a bigger bankroll you have more chance to win such as diablo immortal i feel like we had a whole episode dedicated to this where i forgot what it's called i think it was like picking fights at the kids casino yeah i think it yeah, was well, an episode yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. we literally called yeah, our kids like a kids casino before dude where it's like you have like tickets and like a lot of glowing lights a lot of like uh things to like keep get you keep on like they turn your cash into tokens there <laughs> and then they like obfuscate it where like you're spending like fifty dollars to get like a three dollar prize yeah. like off a shelf you're like oh let me get these prizes dude i always got the uh the uh finger traps you know what i mean okay, yeah. and, uh, uh super i always got like a little sticky frog thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think every Super Bowl I've ever gotten has been from those things. Because I, I always, I always. Where do they like, go? The sky, dude. I don't know. Yeah, they just bounce away into <laughs> yeah, space, for dude. Sure. For sure. Same I like there's typically. Like, there's been a million Super Bowls out there, and I've never seen not one in the wild, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a. I, I think that uh, like when I played the arcades, right? I typically played fighting games or like the co-op beat 'em ups and stuff like that. Um, so I never played games with tickets. But when I did, it was like you know, skee ball or uh, or like the 
the shoot hoops. the hoops game or whatever. Um, that's typically where my where my tickets came from. And then I realized like skee ball was such a fucking ripoff. So for the amount that you pay for skee ball, the ticket ratio is not correct. Like like you're you're getting ripped off playing skee ball for tickets, dude. The whole thing, got, dude. The whole arcade ripping you off. Games, man. Like like uh, look at pays like the corner yeah, 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 for sure. But, uh, uh, you know, going back to this, man, I, I think that with Rust, um, you have the communal aspect. And then uh, with seeing you you guys play Rust, there's a legitimate casino in there for materials. And yeah. It like, <laughs> it's like a roulette thing. There's the guy, like a here. slot machine, dude. Yeah, dude. You gamble your materials. You come up par, dude. Yeah, man. And then uh, you have, like, you can come in with, like, a big stack of shit like ammo or materials armor raid somebody's base and it's it's a gamble dude like yeah. <laughs> did it pay off That's the, that was the first thing i asked uh you know big poppy i was like hey man after we like busted through this base we raided it uh i was like did we come up uh money wise because like it costs like a certain amount of supplies to get in if you don't get your supplies back out he's like oh yeah we, we made our money back and then some dude so you know we raid raid them bases get get paid dude. <laughs> got it's a little big heist. <laughs> got got them tickets though. Got yeah, any more dude. of them them satchels? Yeah. So I think that uh, you know, is it, is it is it a global health risk to the mental well being of our youth? No, I don't think so. I I, no. I see the the uh, you know uh, connection to you know traditional gambling. But I I don't see it as as predatory as like the shock media will have you think. You know, I think it's super I, predatory, dude. They making like algorithms that specifically target like people to get them addicted to like their games. Like it's uh, I don't know. I've heard uh, Jonathan Blow talk about the guy who made Braid and stuff. Yep. Where yeah. he was talking about, I believe, like Farmville, uh, where he was like, you have a company of people who are making a game that like tries to be as social as possible as addicting as possible uh they a b test they're doing like all this stuff and he's like you could art to make like a really bad video game and you could argue that they're playing a funner game of like trying to min max like uh people and revenue uh than the game that they're actually creating whereas like if they put their effort from like trying to extract as much money as possible into making the game as fun as possible like the net result would still be the same of like getting a lot of money but they don't the like though, is is it actually predatory though because what you, what you just described is basic marketing that's what yeah. marketing is dude you're just trying to get marketing's as many predatory eyes as too man look at you so, with your delicious soda there dude <laughs> full of not, cocaine extract sure, bro you, you know what it is but i'm not showing the label you know like but these swirls you know what that is yeah, it could be anything dude uh, that delicious crisp yeah, taste with a slight little that's not good for you either bro nah, it's facts it's not but it's just man, pure sugar dude drinking it it's pure <laughs> drugs dude they got you well, caffeine is the number one drug that we're all yeah, consuming dude. you know so yeah, caffeine yeah. and sugar salt Ca count i put salt in there dude yeah got sure. some sugar dude but uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's any more predatory than than your everyday life. You ever walk into a fucking store, dude? That shit's designed to get your eyes on uh, on certain that shit. Get you, you, you buy yeah. you, you buy like the shit end caps. On your way out? Yeah, exactly. Everything yeah. eye levels priced more. <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah. As. So I I don't think it's they put certain sounds in the background of uh mar like if you're in the grocery store. They'll put like a grill sizzling, like when you're in the meats area. They'll put like water by like the fruits and stuff to like just like a nice little ambient, very quiet, very just <laughs> something they do. But and then like 
uh, these newer advertisement places where it's like a TV. There's like a little sensor on the bottom to like track your eyeballs to see like what you're looking at specifically to see like what marketing's like working better or worse. So they're like, <laughs> they can see how well like the ROI is like on like their marketing like in real time. Yeah. So yeah, man, like it's very predatory. <laughs> like everything's meant to extract money from you uh, if you're living. Right. And right. It, sometimes if you're dead too. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But uh, do, do you think it's, it's, it's to the point where gaming should be singled out for, for it? Or do you think this is just the world we live in? I, I think I it's a little bit worse in gaming because it's the Wild West still. There's some legislation like for marketing, but like even that shit's not really being followed anymore. No, like, like, the like sound like, for commercials. Like it's supposed to be at a certain dBs, but it's the average sound. It should be at a certain dBs, but you could still have like giant ass peaks in your commercials. Yeah. Cause, uh, uh, and here in the States, Obama era um, instituted uh, FTC guideline to have all commercials be at the same level as the show you're watching. And yeah. But the, the rule of thumb was average volume should be at the average volume of the show you're watching. So you can still have big ass peaks. So commercials can still fucking yell at you for a second and then get to the lower volume. Yeah, like the combo wobble podcast. Like the combo, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like even like uh, a lot of influencer marketing too. Like they don't seem to care about any of the laws. Like uh, we're talking about like me and my buddy the other day. We we're talking about how like anything you see like on YouTube's probably a work. Like uh, I was like, oh, you see like so and so like blah 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 broke up uh, like from their like YouTube channel, and he was like. Yeah. Oh, bro, I don't believe that shit. I think that's all just fake, dude. And it was like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, uh, there's so much stuff like on YouTube, on Instagram, that's like uh, filmed or like scripted or like it's predetermined outcomes, like marketed. Like, there was like uh, the big kerfluffle with the people with, like the CSGO loot boxes a while ago, where there's like the only reason they got tagged was because they had like money in like the roulette, you know, website. <laughs> like, they're like yeah, co owners. They, they owned it. Yeah. yeah. But you see this shit with like a lot of people with like NFT scams coming out where it's like they find like some influencer who doesn't know any better or knows better. And they like, you know, pump and dump like all these like uh, crypto scams that have been going on, dude. Uh, and they're like, it's, it's still kind of the Wild West. Like, nobody's like stepping in there. Like, there's no like fair trade commission. <laughs> there's no like federal communications being like, ah, you can't do that. So, like, you see it anywhere where it's like still the Wild West, where there's like the legislative bodies haven't stepped in to like very clearly define what you can do so it's everywhere already as far as marketing goes as far as like your daily life like going into a grocery store or like a convenience store like you know the bright wrappers the flashy neon lights the tvs uh the commercials like everything's meant to like try and extract as much money as possible and marketing works that's like there's a reason why it's like a trillion dollar industry it's like that shit works like uh you're only susceptible to so much like being berated by like the same messages where you're like, hey, maybe I will give this thing a try. I don't know. Like, I've, I think I've only had like one or two things where I'm like, I'm happy I bought this based on a, you know, commercial. Like there's only been like one or two times. I remember talking to somebody who she said when she was growing up, uh, it was like a friend of mine. And she was like growing up, uh, she saw a commercial for Barbie. And so she bugged her parents to get her a Barbie doll and she got the Barbie doll. And then she was upset because she kept seeing the commercial and she didn't understand why she kept seeing the commercial still after she got the <laughs> thing. She's like, I already got one. I don't get why, like, uh, you know, yeah. this is still on TV, you know? Like, so, yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit sleazier when advertising is, like, going towards kids. And that's what you see with, like, a lot of, like, free mobile games and stuff where it's, like, 
uh, skin sleazier. It's like when little kids are asking you for Fortnite skins and yeah. Google Play dollars instead of real dollars. I, I will. I will say this, and uh, this is this is a quick hitter episode. So we're we're near wrap little up hitter. time. This is it. Um, so I will say this: the one thing that, and, and I'm not for government entities or things jumping in and and you know telling us what we can and can do with our entertainment, right? I just want our money. That's what I'm about to say with that. But being a parent, Dirty. being a parent and seeing my kids play mobile games, um, the way that these games continually pump ads out and to and lock progress behind ad watches and multiple clicks. Um, is the most disgusting thing I have ever seen in my life. So yeah. I think that if if we're not a government entity, Google, Apple, or Apple themselves need to institute a policy for when you can run ads. You know what I mean? Like how many like, uh, clicks and walls and yeah, they did try like, some of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. like you saw us in the early '90s too, with like all the pop ups, like on yep. Yep, the internet. There, like, there are laws against like dealing to deal with pop ups uh, on websites, but yes. not yes, in video websites, games. Not in games, yep, yeah, yep. So I I think that 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 is where um the big issue is, and with Di- Diablo Immortal being a mobile game first i you know it the way it pushes you know the premium stuff is incredibly it's mobile predatory so i I think that uh you know dude if we're complaining real quick if we're just complaining Mm -hmm. like as soon as you're talking about when uh steam dude steam just has like their random streamers now like when i open up my steam library it'll be like some dude playing a video game i don't even own on my fucking steam library and i'm like why the fuck is this on here like why steam like I wouldn't even mind if they just had like a tab of like streamers in there, but like, they're just like, Oh, I see you like video games, man. How about, would you want to watch somebody else playing a video game in here? And I'm like, no dude, is this just like a weird way to like fake boost your numbers to be like, this person's got, you know, 10 million viewers right now. And it's like, no man, there's like 10 million people trying to play a video game. And this happens to be like on in the background. You got to share your screen, dude. Cause I don't recall seeing that at all. I, I know you've oh, mentioned bro. this before. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, right all right, I'm, this, you screen. <laughs> all right I, will, I will do dude like it's a thing uh, but yeah dude I, I i definitely think that uh that the bigger issue is the unruly wild west of mobile games that really are the driving factor i think sitting down and playing your game is it, it can be like gambling but it's a different medium and your phones are designed to just quick endorphin rushes you know so i think that that's the bigger problem in the industry and um do we need something to to stop that or curb it i think as a society we should right because just just for the good of everyone else not not that you anyone has an addictive personality or whatever but like locking progress to your game behind a fucking ad every 30 seconds is the dumbest shit. Or if your game is quick and you have like like three a quick level that can take like you know ten seconds to beat, then you have a thirty second ad. You get to the next one, thirty second ad gets to the next one, thirty like you you've that's it's fucking ridiculous, dude. That's that's yeah. all I'm saying. But I don't uh, know, at least like you're doing your part. Like you're paying attention to what your kids are playing, and you're like, oh, this oh, is yeah. seems kind of you know weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I run my shit through a DNS, so I don't even get the ads. So yeah. know, my kids will just see like a blank screen, or it'll skip it entirely. 
and uh, so they don't even know. But before I did that, like watching it, like on my my wife's phone or something, I'm like, "What the fuck is this? Is this? You know?" So I did <laughs> run hers through a DNS as well. But yeah, dude, it's 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 insane. It's insane. So I think I think the moral of the story is into this episode, man. If uh, like anything that's fun, it can be addictive, right? I think I yeah. think just as a human Fun's being, addicting, you having dude. fun, it's addictive. Um, and you can be addicted to many things, you know, what, um, as long as you get that endorphin rush. You know, some people it's games, some people it's gambling, some people it's food, some people it's sex, you know, whatever. So yeah. I, all of the I, above, uh, all of the above, you know, I just, you drugs. Know, watch what you're doing, you know, like watch yeah. what, what if, if it's all good things in moderation, man. Get some help, exactly. figure your shit out, dude. Exactly. Limit, put it. some, put a timer <laughs> on your shit, dude. For sure. Maybe For you should sure. do some other things that, you know, aren't as fun but you know you gotta do it to improve your life you know <laughs> so so yeah dude i think, I think your life the, can be a video game bro if you just game, work hard gaming addiction it's it's typically just one if you're a parent parent you know that's in your that's room dude part of it Look at if this. you're an adult and you're doing nothing but playing games uh and having not fun doing anything dude. else with your life you know just just make a better decision for yourself man it's at some point we, we have self self-autonomy for a whatever reason, man you, know, you gotta live your life dude how are you gonna live it <laughs> for sure, uh for sure. you only yolo bro just like uh <laughs> lil wayne said dude you only live once, bro. So <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> All right. On that misquote, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Mr. Gimpy. Chipmunk. We're the Combo Womble Podcast. We like, share, subscribe, buy more, consume. Care, everybody. We out. Peace. Bye, 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 bye. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.